quote for today is from Winnie the Pooh. Life is a journey to be experienced, not a problem to be solved. I just love that. It gives you so much to think about. Like a journey, first of all, and to be experienced just sounds so epic and wonderful. Not a problem to be solved, not something that we have to try to figure out or analyze or stress about. It's just a journey to be experienced. I just love that. It takes me back to thinking about how happiness is actually a journey. It's a way that we travel. It's not something that we get to in the future. Oh, I'll be happy when I have this or do this or accomplish this. It's not like that. Happiness is enjoying right where you are at. We always think, oh, if we're successful, then we'll be happy. Or that happiness is on the other side of success. And then our brain will like never let us get there. So we always think we're not successful yet. We're not successful enough yet. We've got to keep trying, keep doing. Then we can be happy once we accomplish these things. And our brain will just keep thinking of something else. And you just won't be happy. So we don't want to miss out on this journey of life and experiencing wonderful things because we're waiting to be happy. So we have to realize happiness is here and now it's not in the future. It is a journey through life. And another thing is that our belief also determines our course in life. Because our emotions totally affect our actions. And so if we're worried about something or if we believe a certain way about something, it's going to affect what we do and what we accomplish. One thing I tried to remember, one of my lemonade makers taught me this. He said, if it won't matter in five years, then don't spend more than five minutes worrying about it now. I cannot tell you how many times I think that or how many times I tell my husband that. When he starts to worry about something, we have to stop and say, okay, is this going to matter in five years? Are we even going to remember this in five years? Is this a problem that can be taken care of? Or is it going to be wasting our worry? So we have to ask yourself, if it's not going to matter in five years, then just don't spend more than a couple minutes worrying about it. So check yourself on that. Because you don't want to mess up this journey of life by worrying about stuff that doesn't even matter. And another big thing to realize is that life is actually happening for me. We always say, oh, this happened to me and that happened to me and this problem is, you know, happening to me. What if we changed our words to say this happened for me? This is happening for me. This problem is happening for me. This experience Whatever it is, is happening for me. Because everything that happens to us can actually elevate us. And so we need to stop and ask ourselves, like, what could this mean? What else could this mean? This experience I am having right now, if it's hard, if it's stressful, if it's scary, whatever it is, what else could it mean? Take a moment and check yourself on that. Because that really affects the way you journey through life is how you look at things. And so instead of kind of being that victim and saying that things always happen to you, you can choose to say that things happen for you and you can choose how you will react to it. 
I catch myself all the time. Believe me, this is definitely something I have worked on throughout my whole life is I have definitely been a negative thinker and thought that I was the victim and that things were happening to me and I had no control over anything and I certainly didn't have any control over my reaction to it. So let me tell you a story. Several years ago, I was a realtor and I was working with some new clients. I drove them out to this area to look at houses and I drove up to a home on this street and it was uh, far away from where we had come from. We traveled a long distance to get there. And it was the first house we got to on the street with the first sale sign. It looked similar to the pictures, same kind of style house. We jumped out, went in, looked through it, and they fell absolutely in love with this house. They wanted to write an offer on it. They were so excited. So I contact the realtor that listed it. And I said, hey, my clients just saw your house. They love it. They want to write an offer. And the realtor's like, I didn't think anybody saw the house today. I'm like, oh, yeah, we were just there. It was great. It's perfect. It's just what they need. Okay, send an offer over. So I write up this great offer and I send it over to the realtor. And it's not the house that we saw. Come to find out the house was a couple doors down. There was a bend in the road. So I didn't see that there was another house for sale, like three houses down. So we saw the wrong house. The offer we wrote was for the house that we didn't see. So my clients were very devastated when we realized that we didn't see the house we were supposed to, that we wrote an offer on the wrong house. And of course, the people of the house that we did see were disappointed because my buyers couldn't afford that one. So they couldn't write an offer on that house. Oh, it was a big mess. My buyers actually fired me. They said they didn't want to work with me anymore because I ruined their lives and messed up the biggest purchase of their life. The realtor that I showed the wrong house to was frustrated because, you know, his clients were excited that they were going to sell their house. My buyers didn't want the other house. They wanted the house they saw. So everybody was really frustrated and it was all my fault. I messed up and I had to tell my broker. My broker's kind of like a boss, right? And you work under this broker and he would have the power and authority to fire me for making a mistake like this. So I was really, really embarrassed. I was really upset. I was really worried that I was going to lose my job. So I contacted my broker knowing that he could say whatever. I mean, he could be really angry. He could be really disappointed. And he could tell me he doesn't want me to work at the company anymore. So I went in and I explained to him what happened. And I admitted my terrible mistake and what I'd done wrong. I showed the wrong house. And he said, congratulations. I'm so proud of you. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I don't think you heard me clearly. (laughs) And so I said again, I said, no, really, I really messed up. And he stopped me and said, I did hear you. I am so proud of you because you just learned a really big lesson. And now you're going to be a better realtor because you are never going to make that mistake again. You are more valuable to our company because of this. Wow. Honestly, I just cried. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. 
And of course, I never did repeat that mistake again. I was so careful every time I went to a house, triple checked to make sure I had the right address. What a lesson. But really, I think we should treat each other like that in life. You know, when we mess up or do some mistake or something stupid, I think we should be congratulating each other. Because this is a journey to be experienced. This is the way we learn. This is what we get to do. And we need to be kind and have grace and empathy for each other. First of all, nobody's perfect. And secondly, nobody gets out of this alive. So we should just be more understanding of each other. Can you imagine how life would be if we congratulated each other every time we made a mistake? Oh, it'd be a beautiful learning experience for all of us, I think. Okay, one other story. I was traveling down the freeway and it was okay weather. Like there wasn't any real problems on the freeway. I was just trying to get home. And all of a sudden I was sideswiped by the car next to me. Like they moved in on my lane and just hit into the side of my car. The crazy part about it was the way they slid over to me, part of their car stuck to part of my car, like this little runner strip we had on the side of our car. They cut lodged together and we were literally stuck together cruising down the freeway. I slammed on my brakes and they went forward, which caused this piece of our car to kind of tear off. And then they pulled over. I was so angry. I'm like, who do they think they are? What an idiot that can't stay in their own lane. Now they've torn this part of my car off. I was just minding my own business, safely driving home. And now this has ruined my whole day. I'm stuck on the side of the road. I've got part of my car that's been dragged down the freeway, stuck to another car. Now we've got to call the police. Now we have to file reports. I'm going to have to contact my insurance. My car is going to be in the shop. Like I was so angry. And I was going to go up to them and pretty much give them a piece of my mind. Because who do they think they are? Why aren't they more careful? So I go marching up to the car. And I look in as I'm I'm walking past this car. And I look in and there's an elderly woman laying on the back seat of the car with blankets over her. And there's an elderly man driving. And I went up to the car and I'm like, what happened? What is going on? And he said, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I didn't mean to move into your lane. I'm bringing my wife home from the hospital right now. She's been in the hospital for weeks. She's very ill. She's had surgery. And I was trying to reach back to her to comfort her, give her a drink of water while I was driving. And I just moved over too close into your lane. And I'm so sorry. Oh, dang. (laughs) I was just sitting there like, oh, how can I be so mad at this man who's trying to just get home as well? Like he definitely had it worse off than me that day. So of course I calmed down. I wasn't mad and we took care of things, exchanged information. The police came, got all that. And we all went on our way. He was able to get his wife home and get her taken care of. But it really taught me a lesson in that moment. First of all, I I can kind of jump to rage way too quick. I need to need to take a breath. And secondly, that we just don't know what other people's journey, other people's life, what their experience, what they're going through, what they're dealing with. And I needed to be kind. 
in that moment. He was already struggling. One thing I wish is that we could all walk around with like a sign or a little name tag or something that says what we're dealing with right now. Like, hey, I'm, I'm dealing with this injury or this sickness or my mom or my dad's in the hospital or whatever it is that we're dealing with that's weighing us down, that's heavy on our heart, that's distracting us, that's stressing us. I wish we could walk around with that sign so that everybody could just be more kind. If somebody read that sign and went, wow, oh, I'm so sorry you're dealing with that. Me too. I've been through that. Let me support you. Let me help you. Let me get this for you. Right? Wouldn't we be so much nicer to each other? So I almost think we need to just kind of pretend and just think to ourselves, everybody is struggling with something and just be kind, be understanding. Know that life is a journey that we are all experiencing We're all at different rates and speeds, and we're going through different bumps and hills and valleys. We just need to take care of each other. So hang in there for whatever you might be dealing with. And don't let happiness be something that you are trying to achieve. Enjoy happiness in your journey right now. Watch your beliefs and your emotions because those affect your actions And know that life is happening for you. Everything that happens can elevate us. As long as we ask, what does this mean? What else could it be? How is this a gift for me? So to say the quote again by Winnie the Pooh, life is a journey to be experienced, not a problem to be solved.